Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. different from what we normally do yes. really do you usually have like a whole script and stuff no no i'm st- i've started we started oh okay i'm you, talking to you're the not people used to <laughs> alicia's energy <laughs> that they put on when yeah usually i just time. don't talk no okay yeah uh welcome to the sky machine question mark um we haven't come up with a pun for this one yet no Something about um, building all, all worlds. The, yeah, all the different um, Seg- uh, versions. different versions of episodes have different titles. Like we've got Whoa. Oops or Stories. We've got... Um, Lost the Plot. And Law and Order. And Law and Order. <laughs> and then also just Sky Machine Vanilla. Yeah. But it's usually Vanilla. Well, yeah. Vanilla is good flavor. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we're doing character creation, okay. right? Okay, so basically, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep leaning forward. Stop. Um... So, from where we're up to at the moment, everyone else will have heard the world building I did for my cute little pastel, non-violent world and stuff like that. As we are currently recording this, I haven't made that yet. So, everyone listening knows a lot more about this world (laughs) than I do. (laughs) But either way, uh, you two are going to be playing in this game, and so we're going to be doing a bit of character creation and even probably this will be involve a bit of world building as well yeah. because um because the characters are important to the world and i'm happy to shape it a little bit around this narrative yeah, that we're going to be cool. making so uh do we want to uh, talk tell- about our basic ideas yes. oh i just got a message from jeffrey so shout out to jeffrey the shout out to jeffrey <laughs> every episode of the podcast <laughs> seemingly i mentioned jeffrey uh, so, it was Doug last time. Yeah, it was Doug last time, that's true. I at least mentioned one of my nerdy friends. Do you want to go first or shall I? Um, I think you go first. Okay, so my character idea, this is actually, uh, Alicia gave me a small look into Trey's character. Oh, this is our friend Trey. Hey, Trey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, into Trey's character. <laughs> and I was not necessary. Yeah, my first... They just assume who I am. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They know <laughs> Yeah. Everyone listening goes, my oh, it's Trey. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so my first idea for this this cute little world is I've always wanted to play, like, basically Despero from The Tale of Despero, who's a little mouse yes. knight. Um, but I, when I found out that your character was small, I was like, oh. mm, I need to go opposite of that. So okay. I played the other thing I've always wanted to play, I, I'm building. So their name or his name, I'm just going to use he, him, because I think that's... It, sure. It's fine. Yeah. Your choice. His name is Luxellianite. Uh, and he is a stone golem. Uh, so cool. He just goes by Lux. 
Mm -hmm. um, which is also the name of like a demon god in my world. But I was like, it's the coolest mineral. I sat last night, I was trying to fall asleep and I was like, well, I need to look through lists of minerals. <laughs> lists I of can't tell you rock. how many times I've yeah. done that. We've all been there. You know, you know when late at night you can't sleep so you look at lists of minerals? Yeah, Are you so kidding me? I just look at my bench. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Same. All your rocks. I have a small weed cabinet in my closet. It's full really? of rocks. Yeah. So oh. I looked through... I'll show you sometime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked... Have you guys not bonded over your love of rocks before i get maybe like once like yeah i feel very like we much. haven't done well, that's much. weird considering that's... like i've spent about a couple grand on my yes same. yeah <laughs> so Losers. can you guys shut up please and love me so lux <laughs> is a stone golem um luxalianite was the coolest rock that i could find it's type of granite um and it has little uh arrangements of crystals in it mm. um cool so it's got, uh, they've got an example picture here from Cornwall showing dark patches of tourmaline and pink crystals of orthoclase, which the word orthoclase and tourmaline, just the way that that's described on Wikipedia makes me think of Dwarf Fortress, which is great. And I think is why I picked this. <laughs> so imagine he is this big, thick, moss covered rock, like gray rock mm -hmm. with little crystals everywhere. Yeah. His face is it, it's like one stone for the head, another stone for the lower jaw, and then a big exposed crystal right in the like middle of the face. Cool. Sort of like, it's like unicorn a, style or more no, like, like rounded okay. sort of like yep. just like, like like it's pearl style. That if pearl were crazy messed up because it's like it's not perfectly arranged like circular. It's just like part of a rock was there as okay. well. I was I, either that or a geode. I haven't decided. Like Ooh, that would fun. be the inside of it. Like mm. his head is a geode, and that's like the inside of the. Or like that eyes, eyes you can see like into his head, and it's yeah, all geode. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he has eyes. He doesn't need them. Um, but so his backstory ideas. Um, he is. He's not technically a golem. He's more like a Galeb Dur, which is another D and D monster that is like a stone guardian made to protect a place so he was made to protect um he's like a druid's gale of dirt so the druidic equivalent of a gale of dirt um so he was made by a druid to defend a garden at the center of a grove yep. um cool. and there are like lots of other of his kind like like other golems um that protect this grove like different parts of the okay, grove okay that's really cool mm -hmm. um and i'd even say there are multiple groves all across oh definitely yeah for sure he doesn't know about that but for sure mm -hmm. um because he has lived there his whole life like mm -hmm. protecting this grove um but the druid vanished a long long time ago okay and he's like that's okay you know i don't need her i just need to look after my grove yeah the grove is sick and he's very worried. Aww. So he's <laughs> he's gone. He spent ages, like years and years, trying to fix the grove, like look after all the animals and plants and stuff that are sick. Um, and now, well, it's specifically just his garden. Mm -hmm. His part of the grove is sick. Now he knows that he needs to go and find the druid to fix this. Um, so he's ventured out into the rest of this world um, on his own to cool. to find her. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't named her anything yet. Um, I also had an idea for, I was thinking about the fact that golems in the monster manual have, uh, the, they have a tag immutable form, which means that you can't use magic or anything to change them. Their form is like perfect. Oh, um, so it's like, you would think you'd see a stone golem and be like, well, I have this spell shaped stone. Why can't I just shape the yeah, stone yeah. golem? Mm -hmm. It's because they're like imbued with their immutable form. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I'm like immutable form, except by the druid who made him. Because I think that's Fine. cool, or by a higher level druid. Cool. Any druid that is higher that level is cool. than her when she made him mm -hmm. um, can Destroy change you. his form. Yeah, exactly. Take mm -hmm. you apart. Um, or you like fix me. 
Um, oh. If, if I get, like, permanently damaged. I think he does heal. I, think, I don't know. We'd have to talk about let's that. Let's just say permanent damage, because yeah, if exactly. he can... If I can only be healed by a druid that I need to yeah. find who's higher level than my original creator. Because one cool. of the things oh. with this world is, is of course, it's... The society is very, very non-violent. It, and just because being a part of the society, you will not have the instinct to attack something. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean things aren't going to attack you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's there like will animals have self-defense, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, if you're main purpose as a golem was to protect. Yes. If say we're going out on an adventure and I'm getting attacked, I feel Oh, like, he'll jump in the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, which is not to say he's violent, he's mm. defensive. He's passive until mm. it comes yes. to it. Yeah. Um, so the other big thing, I think he's going to be a ranger. Um, cool. I kind of, I had this original idea with him and then earlier today I was thinking about um, one of my favourite characters from any of the Dimension 20 stuff is uh, he's basically Aragorn in their Lord of the Rings equivalent, um, mm-hmm. Escape from the Bloodkeep. Uh, his, he's Percival, uh, the true king of men, um, King of Tyriath. And he's just like Bill Clinton, but if he... <laughs> that was not the name I was expecting. Because he's, he's a ranger, he comes from the way, and I know how to make a lean to and uh, 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 that's not a good impression. This is my dad's sword. It was Birkin, but it's fixed now. It's All working. Right. It was Birkin, but it's working now. Oh, God. He's amazing. And I was like, that's what, that's the perfect ranger. Mm. It's just like someone who's crazy it, because they've lived in the woods for so long. And I'm like, I love this stone golem who doesn't know how to talk to people. And so I'd already had this idea for messing with the way that he uses language. He's going to have a very deep voice like this. Nice. Like gravel. Um, like... Like, the fear bulk. Like the fear bulk, but... Um, yeah. But I'm messing with... Whereas Justin McElroy is just sort of going ham with it. Um, I'm, like, using my love of linguistics. So I'm, like, removing pronouns. So he doesn't use pronouns with people except for one. Like the mm. subjective... Uh, no, sorry, not subjective. The theoretical, like, what does one think of this? Yeah. You know, um, what does one do in this situation? And also people's names for the singular. So like yeah. he refers to himself or, or you just as your name. Mm. Um, and That's then cool. no articles. So um, the, it's just unnecessary. Like in Russian, they don't have it. It's yeah. like, get in car. It's like, get in the car. It's like, you know which car I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, the is pointless. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like the superlative and it's useful in some cases, but mm. yeah. Um, and then his original language. So I'm like removing things from the, the, his original language that transition over to when he speaks the common tongue or English, basically, yeah. when I speak English. But I'm also like adding cool features. So they have way more specific terms for time. It's not just past, present, future. Mm. There's like future imperfect future perfect like it gets super super mm, complex cool, cool, cool. and so when he's speaking in the common tongue he's like the ugly language yeah. <laughs> is not good <laughs> um and then hyper specific determiners um jesus let me think about what determiners are for one second um oh yeah locational determiners most specifically so like on top of inside around they get super specific with theirs because they've and and my reasoning for the time and determiner thing they've lived for so long that they need to be really specific with time Mm. like they are immortal and it's like well is it in the future or is it in the short future or the long future um or the medium future Mm. or the unarriving future yeah like there are all these things um and then also location it's like well we have such a small life we live in this forest so you Mm. need to be super specific about 
Well, it's like... You can be super specific. Is it on the north side of the tree or the south side of the tree? Mm. And I need to know that in one word. Yes. Otherwise, it's confusing. It's on the tree? Okay, I guess I'll go search the whole tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that is... That is, like, all I have for this, for Lux. No, that's, that's a lot, though. That's good. Yeah, I can sleep. <laughs> but yeah, then I wanted to combine that with the idea of this, like... He, like, he can make a lean-to and knows how to skin a rat so you can eat it. Cool. And hunt right. stuff. And I, I love the idea of magic coming out of, like... He has, like, these huge hands with crystals in him. Mm -hmm. Because he's got quartz and stuff stuck out of him. Mm -hmm. So I love the idea of his magic just, like, shooting out of his crystals. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cool. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, Trey. Yes. Spill beans. Beans. Um... I don't really... Oh, I do have... Uh-oh. Dog, dog growl. So, basically, I've always wanted to play, like, a kind of very druidic character. Yeah. Where they would be, you know, either a plant or has been living with plants, mm. like, their whole life. Yeah. And so, I came up with the idea of Pap, who is Mushroom Folk. That's so cute. And I originally wanted to make him more wizard-like in, like, his appearance, mm. but... Because of the cap? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except instead of little white dots, they're little stars. Oh, that's cute. Oh. That is very nice. I mean, like, there's nothing to say. Wizards don't own stars. Druids can have stars, too. <laughs> right! <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've kind of... So, he is kind of grown up. I don't really have any sort of backstory yet. That's I just okay. kind of came up with the de design and mm -hmm. like sometimes that's I the to best play. place to start. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it makes the most consistent character when you already have a design in mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I don't know. I really like his design. Cool. Yeah, he's this cute little mushroom. Do you want guy. to get into that extra feature you told me about? His pets. Yeah. Yep. So he has a s two symbiotic relationships. So one of them is Wixie, which is his snail. The snail feeds off of parts of Pap, whether it be like growths that the mushroom would have or like just basically the mushroom. Yeah. Wixie would eat that and in return the slime or what kind of Sli like yeah, moisturizes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How... The, the mucus. Yeah, yeah. It probably but... like acts to like disinfect kind of. Yeah, or like, exactly. like keep the bacteria yeah. at bay and stuff. Yeah. And I also would think that it would act as some sort of, like, fertilizer. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's like, cool. A, like, decomposing nice. on the skin and then yeah. adding, mm. like, gets absorbed through that. That's mm. cool. And the other one is Froak, which isn't the final name, but it was the first thing that like came it. to mind, which is a frog. And so I, I first thought that Froak would be symbiotic by, you know, just being company, mm. but I prefer the fact that being a mushroom that's walking around, mm. surely that would attract flies of yeah. some sort. Oh, so I mean, I'm all thinking... sorts of insects, like mites and termites yeah, yeah. And, mm. and little, like, ticks and stuff. Yeah, so I think that all the bugs that would just be haunting, basically, this poor mushroom <laughs> are, killed <laughs> by, are killed by a frog. And oh, in return, cool. gets dinner. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Can, you, um, can you describe what Pat looks like to us? Yeah, so... Is he like how tall is he? Because in our very first episode, we had a mushroom folk as one yes. of the characters. Really? Yes. I think he was a bit bigger than Pap is, though, and okay. a little bit. He's more not humanoid, humanoid, but he is more well, humanoid. He's got slightly yeah. more defined arms and legs. He has I think. a torso. Kind he has of. a torso. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and like a head. Yeah. 
when you were talking about your character, mm. the first thing I was thinking of was the Iron Golems from Minecraft. Straight up. That's, yeah. <laughs> I love the Iron Golems from Minecraft yeah. so much. I love the Gentle Giant trope, yeah. and yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. But if they had stone golems in Minecraft, like, he's got huge arms and little yeah. legs. Like, that's the... Mm-hmm. And he's, like, okay. yeah, that's lumbering cool. along. That is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, mine is kind of like the mushroom in Minecraft. Yeah. But I'm guessing he's about three foot, would you say? Yeah, that, that's like... Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... He's small. Mm-hmm. Basically, his facial features and his body is all part of the stem. Mm. Yeah. And the cap... Is, is he's a hat. He's got a hat that's bigger than the rest of him. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. But I don't re- imagine that he would have very defined limbs. No. Just like little stumpy. Yeah. Like kind of like, roots, kind of. Like I was thinking more like Powerpuff Girls. Oh yeah. 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 Like sure. yeah that's yeah. a good yeah. description. Yeah. 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 What does it look like when he turns into animals? Yeah. Is that a thing? Or is ooh, that a thing? Ooh, maybe interesting. He has a red hat on. What if he turned into plant monsters or plant animals? That would he cool. did like you just reskinned all of the animals that you can turn into in their CR to be little like plant creatures, and he just grows into a different shape. That's cool, and they like, can all be like red and white skinned. That yeah. would be very cool. Yeah, although I guess sometimes you want to disguise as an animal. It's still possible. I yeah, know, maybe like, it can be like a limitation, but also a benefit. Yeah, mm, mm. that's cool. Mm. Uh, have you considered? Uh, do you know what Myconids in D and D? They're a a, a no. race. Um, they're like monsters. I love them so much. They're little mushroom people. They have this thing really? called rapport spores. Um, so oh. they can't. I don't know if they can't talk, but they don't talk. Um, instead, they send out clouds of spores, and when you breathe yeah. them in, they psychically connect with you, and then that's how they oh, communicate through weird. these spores. And they exist to bring joy to the world. Oh. They are beings of pure happiness and love and are oh. uh, just so cute and so wonderful. Yeah, speaking about cool. stuff like that. Yeah, sorry, we just looked up some uh, pictures yeah, the, of Myconids. It's the, the, yeah. the, the D&D cool. Myconid um, art that's like on the page, I think, to the... It's on the back, I don't know. Um, Myconids are great. So they are super powerful. Mm. They can do these things. They can make spore servants. Oh, that's cute. That one is very cute. <laughs> um, they can make spore servants. Um, I think it's like if something dies, or they, I don't know if they have to kill it, but then they can like raise it again, essentially, mm. and fill it with spores. Um, That's cool. And oh, that, that would be like kind of like an infestation. Yeah, to, basically. Yeah. But they only do that to like help them with like activities around their like hive or wherever they live. Yeah. They have like sovereigns. They have um, kings or queens. They're called sovereigns. That's so cool. Um, it's yeah, myconids are awesome. So, I mean, rapport spores could be something to work with, or something along those lines. Yeah, well, I was discussing, like, this character to my partner, and, like, I was kind of tossing up between, like, a smoke, and then he suggested spores. Yeah. And so I really liked, like, that idea of this kind of, like, cloud of spores that's just... If you just... wanted to lean into the wizard aesthetic, because you've got, like, a staff in your drawing yeah. you have. Yeah, yep. You could have him have, like, a little pipe, but it's just a stick, and then he blows out spores. spores. <laughs> oh my god, like I love that Like, he's imitating a wizard. Like, he saw a wizard yeah, one yeah. time and went, awesome. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> that going to be, I'm that now. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so what's his personality like? I think... I'm still kind of tossing it up. I'm thinking it's pretty passive, like, very... Mm-hmm. Observant? Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. very, like... Um, like easygoing, just mm. like okay, we're doing this now. 
I get the sense both of your characters are very nature inclined, yeah. which yeah. I love. It yeah. really fits the setting. Yeah. So I, I get the impression that when um, adventure calls, because it will in some way or another, your um, motivation will likely be protecting the land that yeah. you call your home. That's for sure. That seems yeah, to... For sure. I love that as a driving force. I think it really, really suits yeah. the setting. Um, do we want to talk more about your character's personality and develop that a little more? If not, I have something else we can move on to. Um, I'm happy to move on. Okay, well, um, something I've been thinking about that I think will add a bit of extra flair to this world is that um, I don't want them to use money. Oh, cool. okay. Yeah, it's gonna I be... wouldn't expect them to have money. Yeah. A barter system? They pay with bugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's shiny rocks. What was that for? Oh, my God. I just remembered a cartoon that I watched as a kid where the currency on this island was shiny rocks. Oh, that's good. Like, it was just like, I don't know if it's just for one rocks. episode or, some, or something. And then, like, it just really taught me about how the economy is wild. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but basically, um, from a young age, everyone learns um, really sought after and marketable skills. Mm. Some people have multiple of them, so that when uh, one of their skills isn't useful, depending on like the season, they have another one to fall back on. Like for example, um, someone who uh, tends to cattle might also make shoes. Yeah. Um, or okay. someone who um, harvests fields and stuff like that, when their crop is growing or um, it's out of season, they might have another profession that they yeah. can do. But basically, people just trade in things they make, and that can be um, in like performances and stuff if you're some kind yeah. of bard but um so i want you guys to think about what kind of skills you have like you will have been oh that's taught... such an interesting question yeah. for me yeah a, a, a created object yeah essentially a construct because i don't have i don't get taught except by my druid maybe it i don't could... have a concept of a... i'm i mean you might it's... have learned yeah. something i can still uh, acquire in... skills so there's definitely something yeah in totally there. well i was thinking like even just being like this Defender. big golem, like yeah. just lifting stuff, for, yeah, that's or like true. helping yeah, someone out. Labor I reckon he builds stuff. Mm. I think that's he's yeah. probably really good at like. I think this is when I when I talk about the garden. I think it's literally like a druid. The druid that he had is more like the idea of uh, an Arthurian druid, where you're building Stonehenge. Mm. Like okay. it's okay. all of these huge rocks around this garden, and it's like all perfect. Like it's like nice. four different ecosystems that work perfectly together. Yeah. Um, and so he exists to like lift these rocks back up and put them back on their perches That's cool. and to uh build little houses for like animals and stuff <laughs> like, help things lift yeah. like trees up out of the way awesome so that's i don't know i guess when he gets into society i don't know what point we're going to start the story in he would be doing that it, it sounds like like physical labor um like plant work and stuff if yeah. people are having trouble with their crops they might call on someone like you to help with he's also a hunter um yeah. like a tracker mm. and yeah. he knows the woods so he could be a guide yeah pretty well yeah. so he's got a couple things i guess okay that's good uh he knows how to make a mean lean too i just need to stress that. <laughs> okay a humpy sure. he can make a good humpy don't know what either of those were. i know what a lean is don't know what a humpy is. a humpy is very similar that does not help me i don't know what either are well Okay, okay and, I'm, out into the woods. and I'm never gonna look it up, so... Yeah, search lean-to before you search humpy. A humpy is just, you, you have a tree and you put a stick and then you put a bunch of other sticks to make like a triangle house. I spent like four hours making one once and it was awesome. And then we went to sleep in it and there were so many rocks, so 
We just live by the fire. I assumed it was food. <laughs> no, it's a tent. Comfy <laughs> sounds like tree. it could be food. Yeah, absolutely. And lean too sounds like it could be food as well. No. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. It's, anyway, let's keep going. Let's kill some your <laughs> Well, as you were kind of discussing that, like, again, I was kind of thinking about, like, the backstory of my character. Yeah. And I feel like tending to, like, the forest and just kind of mm-hmm. being like, oh, this tree is dying. Let yeah. me fix that. Oh, I mean, druid magic would be yeah. huge for that. Yeah, and so Hugely I feel helpful. Like... like I feel like it would be a, a massive thing. Like, well, the crops are bad. Let's go find a druid to bring in to help the crops, yeah. and we can show them like lodgings and trade them goods that they need. Yeah, um, and then they can help with the crops. That would probably be something that, or like, just even the forest in general. Yeah, maybe okay. just like a general plant doctor yeah. would be like like a cool. vet for plants yeah exactly. that's so good and I have like a notebook my turnip is like... sick please help me. yeah oh this is and not to mention there are just like plant people yeah, yeah. so you, you have could... to deal with plant illness oh, that's cool well. they're like they come up and they're like doc I broke my tuba <laughs> I think I also want to pick a skill for each of you that is because you both have similar yeah. skill sets at the moment I think if we yeah. pick something that's kind of out there as well yeah, just okay. that might bring in an extra personality trait to you because yeah. you're both pretty passive at yeah. the moment. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm like wild. construction is one, and I want to go one step beyond that to the weird thing. Like, like he not carpentry, not hmm, like making tools. Kind of okay. is is my thought, but I feel yeah. like there's something else there mm-hmm. that I haven't gotten to. Maybe something more like um, like an inventor. Possibly, like you want to make like there's not a, necessarily weapons, but things. Um, there's a there's an idea um, that's talked about in Dwarf Fortress, and I feel like we've talked about it on the podcast before that elves don't cut wood to make their items; they grow the tree that's or the plant cool. into the thing, and then allow okay. it to like yeah. fall off. So you grow a branch into a cage, and then yeah. allow it to fall off, and then you can just use the cage, maybe like wrap some vines around or something, yeah. to help in certain areas. But I feel like he would. He lives for so long that he'd be able to just be like, Hello, tree. You grow this now. That's cool. Um, I like that idea. I, I also uh, had the thought of, um, yeah, making, like, building something like tools yeah. and stuff, but maybe a bit more um, of delicate subject matter. Like, in Druid Grove and stuff, you could have things like wind chimes and stuff hanging mm. up, and maybe he Art makes pieces. some nice little... Yeah, <laughs> like a little... Like, I, I know those... those... S- like, wind chimes made of stone that are just like... Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, and like, uh, working with, like, making little water fountains and stuff like yeah. that. That's cool. I like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I like more that the, he is a builder and a landscaper. Like, yeah, and like also, a bit of a sculptor. He's a yeah. gentle builder. Yeah, exactly. Because um, my dream job, and I will say this until the day I die, is rock wall building, stone wall building. I oh. lived, oh. My, my hometown was on a bunch of pebbly rivers, mm-hmm. and I would just build little stone Stoned. walls all the time, and towers, and people like do those balancing towers and yep. stuff. And I'm just weirdly good at it. And I think that's his thing. It's like, you get into this forest. Oh, in my D&D world, there's this one forest called the Hammerwoods that has a stone wall around it. Mm. And no one knows who built it. And if you destroy it, it comes back the next day. 
Um, and if you <laughs> step over it, then you they are in the like the official Hammerwoods, and it's uh, there's like a lot of portals to the Feywild in there, so it's like very Fey touched. That's and cool. I feel like that's the exact vibe that he. Oh, has. totally. He's the guy going along yeah. fixing the stone walls yeah. Yeah. without people knowing, because he's he's got to like gently step everywhere so that he doesn't step on the like, <laughs> plants and things. <sighs> it's in his basically his coding that he can't like kill undeserving yeah. things. Yeah, and, only and that includes. Rocks. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Which are alive, and mm -hmm. he will tell you all of it. He can talk to them. Mm -hmm. Writing that down, he can talk to rocks. Okay. <laughs> he frequently does as well. <laughs> does talk to rocks. Rock Not facts. only can, does talk to rocks, loves rock facts. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's he's making stone walls, and he's making little towers and things, and they seem to be just art pieces, but they have purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They... You've built communities. Exactly. Like, yeah. You see this rock? When yeah. it's wet. Yeah. It means it's raining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is my weather vane. <laughs> but he's also like he's he's um in uh why do I always do references um in uh Patrick Rothfuss's um, Name of the Wind series uh, there's an offshoot book called um, The Slow Regard of Silent Things and there's a character called Ori who can she's the best she can like feel when objects aren't in the right place. And then oh, she'll like cool. take them with her until she finds where they're supposed to go. That's and so cool. She can like communicate with objects. That's cool. Um, and so the whole plot of the book, he like starts off with the book. Patrick Rothfuss says, "This book may not be the book for you because the whole plot is about her finding this big brass cog and trying to find where it lives." Oh, um, that sounds cool. I love it's that. It's the best book. You gotta read it. I have it. If anyone wants it, hit me up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he he'll see a rock and he doesn't like. You can't like talk to rocks. Don't have language. That's silly. Mm. But he'll see it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, sorry. And he'll take you with it and be like, I gotta find where you go. Yeah, yeah. and you oh. find your place. That's so cool. Well, which isn't a marketable skill, but still. I think someone will, <laughs> someone might appreciate it. Mm. Well, your character is like more like the gentle type. Yeah. I feel like mine would also. Like, although they're trying to practice, like, healing and, like, curing things, I feel like experimenting with the kind of, like, oh, this makes a poison. Oh, if I add you, this yeah. and this... I feel, I feel like, like it could potentially be a little cheeky. I yeah, like yeah, the yeah. wizard vibe that's sort of coming around in that you are intelligent and curious and yeah. want to, like, find things mm. out. Yeah. I, like I experimenting. Think that, I think yeah, that sort exactly. of tracks because yeah. you're, like, a shorter-lived race, probably. Yeah. Um, and so you're like, I want to find things yeah, you know yeah. like a little nugget. quickly discover yeah. Yes. yeah yeah that's very cool i yeah. like that a lot so just like i don't know Maybe whether we're going along like i pick up like some different plants and be like this is bad this is good or like i eat it and it like destroys part of me and i'm like <laughs> and a snail immediately like yeah. <laughs> yeah you like keep, keep a logbook of all these different things you've tried like all yeah, these exactly. different ingredients you've written down like what they do and you uh, at night um in that two hours that you're not sleeping during your eight-hour long rest, you're like mixing things together and writing down what they do. Yeah. Maybe you could be the like do the thing that I mentioned of growing the things out of the plants. I feel like that would work really mm. well for you. But you could even take it a step further and make like wands and okay. like little yeah. poultices, cool. yeah. like, like that. potions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That could be what you know how to do. Maybe maybe that's one of the things you you do because because while you're not, I think, ingrained heaps in society. I'm sorry. I just realized I'm talking to people and people who are listening. Thing I'm gonna know. Yeah. While um, while Lux d isn't very grounded in society, I think 
pap might interact with people a little bit yeah. more so maybe that's one of the things you do making wands and poultices and stuff okay. like that because they would be sought after items you probably don't need to do it heaps you could probably sell a wand and yeah. leave off yeah, that for a month absolutely. or two okay that's cool um so then i think that still fits with that you can go and still stay in a forest for ages yes. just occasionally come into town sell a wand and head so back. making like magical druidic items yeah and yeah. just like I okay, guess like, I could They're not the same as magic well. items, mm-hmm. and that's what makes them interesting. Is they're yeah. like probably like they don't last forever. Yeah, you know, they're it's a literal twig, but it has magical properties. Yeah, um, I'm. I think I'm gonna. Um, you can work that out. I'm gonna figure out the magic system in this. I feel like it's gonna be slightly. I don't know. I'm don't know if I'm gonna mechanically change anything, but it feels yeah. like it would be slower. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, for Does sure. that just yeah softer? Yeah. Maybe and definitely more ephemeral. Um, mm. uh, Dale Kingsmill always talks about the idea of um, uh, like fey magic being like having hard and fast rules, but being unpredictable mm. at the same time. It's like it's not a hard magic system because it you can't like define it, but it's not a soft magic system because it has like structure. Yeah. Um, and it's I think it's along those lines. I think maybe we can then even lean into a little bit more finding the ingredients for your spells mm. because okay. this because we're yeah. so heavily. Um, um, built into the environment of this world. Yeah. That might be good. Not to mention, um, yeah, I think that it makes magic a bit more important. And yeah. I, I think I want the magic to feel more grounded and it is coming from the, the world that you're in. Yeah. I really like with that idea, I'm guessing they would have already heard it, the mm-hmm. story building, that it was yeah. once a place that was like plagued with war and stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe the land's been like drained of its magic. Yes. And it's now like. As it's slowly coming to replenish, it's slow to come back. Like, yeah, that's no, cool. it's good. I like it. It's that. like run out of its supply. I, I it... definitely want this world to have ancient, like, ruins that are moss-covered and stuff from the before times when mm, there was, yeah. like, a war. I feel like that's really... Or, like, a mountain. Is the, one of the coolest, best things in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is that there's a mountain with a straight-up hole in it. And we and it's like the insides of the stone are like glass and yeah. we don't know why um, they don't explain it ever there'd totally be stuff like that like yeah. i'll let you know um that this is a quote-unquote fantasy world yeah but the state you were in before this was was reasonably technologically advanced that's cool yeah okay like um and it's just that through this terrible war you had to recede yeah like you probably yeah technically like have the technology for like or I, I don't know some of it you might still have mm. and you've chosen to lock it away and not use it oh, yeah. cool. like stuff like you might have access to, to guns to, or something to, to, or to even simply simply to to artificial lighting and you've gone yeah. if we take too many steps forward we might end up getting back there and yeah. we we're okay like this yeah we it's can cool. survive and that's all we need culture that is it's not like that that classic trope it's like well your people are civil your people are peaceful because you don't know any better that that war is good it's like oh no we totally could we totally yeah we just yeah. don't we, we just... don't want to yeah <laughs> yeah which is hard and a lot of us you mm. know suffer because of it mm. but not as much as if we didn't work along with each other yeah, and totally. help each other out like i think um education is big in this world um that yeah. from a young age you are taught the horrors of those wars yeah. and it's like this life can be difficult sometime we all need to work really hard but this is why we work this hard because we want to sustain this peaceful life that we all have yeah i just had an idea as well like similar to in steven universe how 
there's like permanent scars left on the planet. Yeah. Mm. Like where things just can't grow anymore. I feel like if you're looking over like a battlefield where a magical war had happened, the land just being like dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. So magic scarred land is such yeah. a cool idea. Um, and totally. Just, yeah. Maybe that could be like one of Pap's goals is to just like grow a flower to, find to a fix, way to yeah, fix it to and like undo. we've got a map sitting in front of us right now um so we can pick where we want some scars to be yeah, absolutely oh, um oh i just had like a idea of just like a a line going straight through and just that whole line it was just like a cannon like laser or, like, beam or something yeah exactly yeah. and it just like cut straight through the land and yeah. it was just I, th- oh, there's like a big mountain sort of thing you've drawn here. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like a cut down the middle. Oh. Yeah, that's also Breath of the Wild. There is, there's the, they're, they're called the Twin Peaks, and it's just a mountain that's been split down the middle. Okay, oh my God. so at the moment we're pointing at the Tea Tree Hills because yes. I will have put a map up on the Discord. Okay, that yep. big mountain that's right there. I'm gonna say now it is cut straight down the middle with these um, very very steep slopes up to now. Oh. What are the Twin Points and the, um. I think this isn't necessarily one of the scars. I think this is just calling out uh, a cool geographical feature. But I think they use these steep hills and grow like tea tree bushes oh, all up, cool. up and down it. Cool. <laughs> they just called the tea tree hills. Yeah. Um, I will let you know as well. Um, everyone else will have hopefully already heard this, but this is the whole world. Yes. Okay. Then. Um, and you can get to the edge of it. It is white beyond. Mm. Very it, cool. Well, it kind of like fades to white. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the sky is white as well. What about in one of these lakes, if there was a big, like, enormous, like... Skull? Not not a skull. I was thinking a stone helmet of, like, a giant. That's cool. That that has been, like, lost. And maybe there are, like, bones in it, or maybe they've been removed and used for something, but they just don't know what to do with this big stone helmet. Maybe it's, like, a city or something. something very different. Like, when you were saying there was something in the middle of the lake, I was thinking, like, a a giant cannon. See... I went something different as well. Really? I, I was thinking, well, maybe um, maybe a little, uh, like a group of mermaids has moved in there and called, like made it into their little yeah, grove that's or cool. something that cool. inside Echo, this giant, yeah. this giant helmet. I like that. Because, um, um, yeah, I was looking at the lakes, there's a lot of lakes, and I'm like, what can you do with that? It's like the battle mm-hmm. scars, and it's like a big, yeah, like weapon, like a big cannon yeah. or something sunk into it. Um, I mean, straight up, looking at this map, you're in the middle of a valley. Yeah. And maybe that... The valley is a big crater or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, that's real yeah. cool. Like, I, I reckon probably on one of the edges of this map, like maybe this corner up here in between Feather Forest and the Amethyst Sea, maybe um, the edge of that was like caught in a nuclear dead zone or something and stuff up in that corner can't grow. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Okay. Mind you, I don't think nuclear dead zones are that specific, so I don't know. We'll figure. <laughs> um, Magical dead zone. A question with Magical, the map, because yes. obviously it's a rectangle map as we see it. Yeah. It's a, but it's a circular. It's circular. It's circular. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it was drawn on a tabletop. Yeah. 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 yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I will explain that already. Mm-hmm. That's all good. Um, okay. Definitely just like wherever the mountains are, there are mm-hmm. totally mountain passes that run through them that are just like big, like laser scars. Oh, totally. Yeah. And littered with like swords just like stuck into the ground. And, like, and, and there, there are cool. like uh, wooden bridges yes. um, spanning, spanning that really. expanse yes. and stuff That's like cool. that. This uh, place River here, it's currently them. just labeled light, but it is the Citadel of Light and it's the capital city. Okay. Oh, wow. That's really cool. What um, does it look like? 
Um, I don't know. I haven't completely figured that out yet. At the moment, I've just made this map and I That's haven't so really thought so much. figured it yeah. out. I'm hoping in this planning episode I'm going to do um, that I'll figure out a bit more the governmental system and the societal systems and yeah. how they all interact, where they grow all their crops and stuff like that. Okay. Which forest should I be from? <laughs> so there's this little one here, this tiny forest. Uh-huh. Uh, there's this one here, the willow wood, and uh-huh. then there's the big old humming forest up here. Like, oh, and there's the feather forest as well. I like the aesthetic of willow trees. Mm-hmm. So that would be cute. Mm-hmm. If they see the, the river runs through it, so it would like mm-hmm. meander and stuff, and then that's where willow trees have to grow on banks. I've spent a long time i spent a long time one day pulling uh willow tree saplings out of out of a riverbank and it's the worst thing you'll ever do oh okay it's oh god nightmares um but i love willow trees so much they're my favorite tree can i be from the willow wood yes (laughs) canon i write down okay do it um something else about this world is that um people move a lot Mm, i mean because sometimes um or even like they'll hear word that demand is needed for their kind of occupation somewhere yes. else, and they go like, "Okay, right, it's time for me to head off up there." Because um, when you're saying like you sell a wand and then live off of that for a week, you can't sell it. So essentially, you go there and you say, "Hey, I'll give you this wand. Mm-hmm. You can give me a place to mm-hmm. stay for okay. however long, yeah. mm-hmm. and like help me out and give me things. Um, if you guys don't have what I need, that's okay. You just need to like trade with someone else to yeah. get things." Mm-hmm. Um, and that people will want to do that because it's like, oh, this is a really valuable item. And so there's yeah. like an upper echelon of the trade where it's like once it becomes beyond currency, like up to the point where currency would become useful because mm. then it's an abstract concept. It's like, well, I can't trade you a thousand sheep. You don't want a thousand sheep yeah. for your wand, but that is the value of the wand. Yeah. Um, but people are so dedicated to not having currency mm-hmm. that they will just be like, no, you live here for a while. Like we will look after you and make sure you're okay. Yeah. And then you can move on to the next place once yeah. we've earned our debt. And people, I think are taught to intrinsically know when the debt is earned. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, you you understand it, they understand it, mm. it's just like, yep, That's we've just, reached that point. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, this system's going to need a bit of tweaking, because yeah. I'm, I'm currently uh, thinking of ideas for the governmental system, and then how will those people in charge... Um, earn their keep, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a few ideas, but... Just so you know, uh, all this stuff we're talking about is fluid and it can be changed yeah. until we start playing. Yes. Um, none of it's set in stone. That is, that is true. Yeah. And even when we start playing, it's not necessarily set in stone. Yeah. Okay, is there anything else we're interested in adding? Um, do you think there would be any, like, like myths of just, like, yes. you know, like you have the Loch Ness Monster or Ooh, something like that? Okay, like, so, like, be... cryptids. Yeah. I, I like I that, like, cryptids. things that are remnants from the old wars, yeah. mm-hmm. um, like, irradiated beasts, or, mm-hmm. um, see, I, I'm imagining, I'm like, I don't know if it's, if it's an actual, like, earth-style war, or if it's this ancient tech-style, like, like, big stone, iron, wood, like, the way that... It's a bit of both. Yeah, I think it's cool, and so... <laughs> Nuclear weapons, and, but also giants. And, and, yeah, yeah exactly, cool. and, um, uh things like aberrations and stuff mm. like strange monsters that are made by magic yeah um so those sorts of things would be rampant on the world and there would be a lot of people who are like well we have to do violence on them to stop them doing violence on other things if we absolutely must mm-hmm. yeah um one thing um that you know is probably one of the biggest threats in this world is every so often you'll get a wave of creatures that um really? Um, come from the white, come from this void. Creepy. I haven't figured oh. out their aesthetic or their vibe yet, but I know that they're coming. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. After this, I'll have to watch something 
with you guys. Oh. Okay. Because just that idea of like things just like invading from like around, it's very mm-hmm. similar to oh. a show, what Love, it? Death, and Robots. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I haven't I seen all Love, of it. Death I've only seen a few things. I heard bad stuff about it. I don't remember oh, what. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but pretty much like every. I haven't figured out the. Um, time span between these waves yet but occasionally they will come in like waves okay from, from do you this know white what space. type of creatures they would be like would they be more alien or more like kind of aberrations yeah. like eldritch oh really yeah okay that's cool does that mean that people are prepared to like fight back or just prepared to die oh god <laughs> like do you think they'd have like armies but like all the or fighters just powerful are just, like, like Weapons Wizards or, or yeah, yeah, I, I think cool. um, some people are like, we will be the ones to fight whilst yeah. you guys can hold on to yeah. the safety of peace. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Um, some people are prepared to die. Some people are prepared to fight. Because I think within this world, they want to keep it peaceful, but these things are invaders from outside, and they will try their darnest not to hurt them. In fact, um, one of the main ways they combat them is trying to cure them. Mm. I was so think- most of the time that's how you deal with them occasionally you will have to kill them if they're un- unsavable but they've found ways to fix them that's cool I, I was thinking like since they come in waves like every so often mm. I like the idea that like they come and then like maybe this environment is just not fit for them at all so they just slowly die in this environment and then so the maybe one of them yeah. is just like like they're fighting back mm. is not actually fighting it's just like holding them in one place yeah and until letting they, them die, until they die. totally i think I, that's i yeah. just had an idea of that because i'm like well my character's hundreds of years old he's been mining this this garden for so long he's definitely <clears throat> been attacked by one of these creatures caught it put it in a hole and put a big rock over it yeah. <laughs> like he has to catch them and use like the druid left like rune stones that he has to like they're like two uh, like abjurative rune stones that mm. he like places around these prisons basically so he's that like yes so welcome cool. to my gentle forest and people walk over he's like well don't walk over that one oh. there is a demon under there. <laughs> there is literally like it's just like underneath is this like prison of yes. just like these absolutely mind-bogglingly yeah disgusting because he's and like, I can't kill him, and I can, I can I just catch him. Them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a big thing. People trap them, um, and if they have the resources to do so, we'll try to quote unquote fix them. I don't know what happens Tame with that them yet. Them or um, I think you can. Fi- I think you can physically cure well, cure them. Okay. Um, I think it takes some resources and stuff to do so. But another idea I had is that sometimes these things. Um, will try to gun it for these scars that are left in the environment and if they get there they get stronger Ooh. so sometimes oh, sometimes cool. one of your main goals is just to keep them away from there that is yeah cool. it's um, like redirection yeah. it comes around and people are like well we're used to this by now mm-hmm. we'll know that we'll survive it's like everyone get out we're gonna wrestle these these guys and, and lead them off to where they need to go mm-hmm. and... like do they what is their so-and-so goal like do they try and attack people or are they just like destructive in all manners like they just want yeah it seems i think it seems probably quite animalistic okay yeah um once again it's not nailed down um it's just an idea that i haven't figured out of the logistics for but yeah i think they they seem very very vicious i think they do tend to go for people 
Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, speaking speaking of which, there aren't any humans in this world. Very yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Just. Just a random, not mm-hmm. random, but a kind of off topic is not off topic either. <laughs> like back to the helmet thing. Yeah. Like I feel like it would be cool that before these monsters attack, like there's some kind of warning or something. Like maybe the old and technology like it like yeah. sparks up. Like yeah, that's cool. You look at the maybe that's cool. Yeah. You peek into the that like big they've got like big crystalline eyes on this helmet. Yeah, and, just, and it like, glows red. Yeah. yeah, and then everyone's like. Oh, uh, that's our warning. I don't know if that matches your your idea, but something along those lines, I think, is very. Cool. I think I can or at least definitely like figure a out flare. something. Yeah. That it's like works. a flare in magic, maybe magic gets mm. stronger or weaker yeah. or something. Oh, it's like the cold night. Um, uh, uh, like the the Chandrian from uh, Name of the Wind. Uh, the fires glow blue. Mm. Um, oh, along yeah. those lines, very cool. Maybe something like these things are still irradiated, and each of the leaders of these places have like. Um, a, the, a, 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 what is it called? A, yeah, yeah, a, a rad meter. Yeah, they don't really know what it is, but when the creatures start to get close, it starts it's to go, go off. off. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Um, oh, I had a thought. Now it's escaped me. I like the idea of like the trapped monsters. Yeah. Mm. Like when the next raid is gonna happen, they like start like f- like going in absolutely there. insane oh that's like, a just good one. Like, like like uh lux would be in his in his garden and just see the stone go yeah mm. oh and then he cool. like looks up and yeah, yeah. and I, I think as the years have gone on and more and more of these things have been captured mm. um you start to notice that some of the new ones that are arriving trying to gun it for the imprisoned ones trying to, to try and free them. them yeah wow so you can pick up there, there is some trends. kind of intelligence yeah. There. yeah there's a goal but it's very hard to reason yeah. out yeah mm. oh that's awesome it's so funny because i was like do i give him a big club or a big stone sword or something i'm like nah if he needs to hurt something he'll just punch it yeah <laughs> he doesn't so he's fine maybe a staff like I just like to lean on because he's real old. No, he just like, literally a... picks up a tree. Like... Yeah. No, it is a tree. Yeah. Um, but it's like he's old, and some of his rocks have just lost their magic and fallen out, so oh. he's a little bit lopsided. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah. He he wants to see the druid again, just to be like, put new rock in. <laughs> in Lux, he wouldn't say me. Put rock in Lux. <laughs> Lux need new leg. Yeah, he's like had to replace. He's like had to attach like a piece of wood as like a stump. She's like, like petrified a trees. And... Yeah. Oh, that's really... oh, this is so cool. Do we have anything else we want to? I had something, cover? but I can't get to it. So we I'm can, pretty happy. We can all chill for a second to think of any questions yeah. we might have, because. Um... Oh, um. So you said that there aren't any humans. Mm-mm. Are there the other? Because we both of our characters aren't typical D and D races. Are the other D and D races there, like elves, dwarves? Yes. Uh, okay. Gnomes, halflings, mm-hmm. I forgot them all. Yeah. Because um, I was trying to think of what the druid would be, and I was like, elf makes sense. Yeah. I think she would just be cool. like a yeah. wood elf or totally. whatever. Um, because sometimes the most obvious thing is. It's cool. the best thing, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes hmm. Occam's razor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's popular for a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's definitely a cool, crunchy. Half, uh, sorry, uh, wood elf druid from the Willow Wood. She's a Willow Wood elf, mm-hmm. and I love her. Question: Yes. Although, do we know what necessarily was the creature of these wars? Like, was it beings like us, or are there like traces of a, humans? Was it the conflict 
long long ago was between the peoples of our world right that so far as we know yeah like okay. it was like different factions in our world mm. ward and yeah yeah it didn't end well yeah so there was like a are lo- the details of the war remembered or just um, the outcome the, do they but, not talk about it um it was i think it was so long ago at this point that um it's been mythologized. The, the semantics yeah. of who of um why this person was fighting this person. They understand that if if those details were around, people would start to take yeah. sides. Yeah. So like so maybe yes, yeah, so they might have purposefully dropped them or at least locked them away until yeah. Yeah. they probably wouldn't erase them altogether. Yeah. Because but but there's a vault where there's like this information is our history and we don't want to get rid of it, but it is potentially dangerous yeah. as well. So we'll keep it but we won't utilize it as much. Yeah. Um cool. so yeah, so like Years ago, dragonborns might have been fighting kenkus mm. and um, elves were fighting gnomes and so on. Um, yeah. And eventually, they just decimated each other and were like, you know, I think none of us want this. Yeah, yeah. Are there still any grudges? Like, are there? Um, or because it's kind of covered up, there's not. Yeah, really I mean, the, any the war was so powerful mm. that people decided mm. to. It's like well, kind of ditch everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And mind you, in all of this. It's not perfect. There are certainly people who break away from these norms. There are people who yeah. get violent and try to steal things or uh, maybe find centuries-old books talking yeah. about this person did this. And I can imagine a wizard trying to get into that vault oh. to learn the eldritch yeah. knowledge. Hundo. Hundred percent. Nope. Lost it again. Apparently my memory today. Real bad. Oh, it would have had to have had to... It would have had to have been like tens of thousands of years oh, yeah. because elves live for so long yeah. which is something I always forget about yeah. I'm like oh yeah 10,000 years is fine and then I'm like that's like four elf generations yeah yeah no like um, no one who was alive today was there yeah, yeah. it was well, generations well even and fathers and fathers yeah like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was generations and generations ago but um this is rad as hell I mean um yeah there's um <laughs> sorry the puppy is is trying to find a comfy blanket configuration. That's so cute. Um, but I mean, there are places in um, in this world that are like rehabilitation centers for people really? who like to to reteach them why our oh, society is like this. Oh and, my god! Um, there is no war in Bossing, say. Hmm? You haven't seen Avatar yet. You gotta. I know. It's good. Every episode. <laughs> Every episode. This is. I know. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Avatar Fancast. <laughs> we might as well. Yeah. I mean... Um, yeah, i always wanted to. <laughs> um, yeah, there are like schools teaching um, kids different skills that will be marketable. And, and, and so Yeah, and, when, and people who, um, who are like on the streets because they don't have skills to maintain themselves are able to go to these schools yeah. for free to learn so, uh, skills yeah. that will help them. Um, Stuff like this. Because, because I think they're aware that um, with um, inequality comes poverty and stuff mm. like that. And so we need to, when people are in poverty, we need to help them because maintaining it's that equality quality. is the most yeah. important thing it's, to It's not the kind peace. of world where there are enough people to have overlap, essentially. Yeah. Like, it's not like redundancy because mm. that we have too many people. There are so few people yeah. that it's like, you got to have a couple jobs. Mm-hmm. And it's not like... 
oh, if you're not a productive member of society, then you're worthless. It's like, oh, you can be. You yeah, can yeah. be. Yeah, if you like, there will be something you can do that you that you like and are yeah. good at and if will benefit everyone. You know, yeah. it's like it's like a choice based thing. It's like if you're happy with the mm. force of your life, like. I don't think Lux often has to work because he doesn't need to eat, yeah. sleep, or drink, or anything. Maybe you just do it because you're, you're happy like, to do it. He's like, I need to help out. You know, yeah. these people I need a hand. I think lots of people, some yeah, people it's do that. Like, yeah. like, you get bored if you're not doing anything. Exactly. Like you may as well. But it's like, if you've got one job that, you know, you, you tend to field and... Like, because education is big, it's like not like education is a limiting factor. It's mm. not like, well, I'm not smart enough to, to do that. It's like, you could be. You could be. You yeah. could learn skills. Mm. Um, I want to live here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard walking that line between like uh, excluding people based off of the fact that they can't work mm. and encouraging people to work. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's, but I think it's something that can be worked out for sure. Maybe like, um, even those who have become like old and brittle, yeah. like maybe those are the teachers. Yeah. Like, totally. so instead like, of they don't become useless, obsolete, they become yeah. just like passing their skills on to other people. Totally, I think that'd be very valuable. Like, um, when you get to a point where, um, yeah, sorry, you have uh, to retire. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. where you ha- where you physically um, can't necessarily. Uh, perform these skills to a higher quality as is sometimes needed, then you know, okay, well, then I will teach someone else how to do yeah. this and that is how I will gain my in- my income. And, yeah. And, I, I guess there would be a certain aspect of like, well, you are my teacher. You are the reason I have my livelihood. You live in my house now. Yeah. <laughs> I will provide for you. You're like my parents. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, totally. I You're an elder. So You're yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it becomes less of like familial bonds and more of, knowledge-based bonds mm. which i think is very cool yeah. yeah it's like this world you know i require you to survive in that you taught me these skills and now i owe you a life debt yeah i also feel like um because i guess elders would be looked up on not yeah. up but you know like they're acknowledged as being like, yeah. yeah like i feel like instead of it being like that kind of thing where it's like huh you admire me because i'm an elder so i'm better than you i feel like it would be a much like reciprocated mm. like I that thing that boomers think. think yeah exactly except we yeah. think it too yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if boomers had earned it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what this <laughs> world is like um yeah I think it's it's a nice yeah uh it's a nice relationship then if that that situation where an elder will come and live with you because it's like yes I am important and I'm teaching these skills but yeah. I'm also now relying on you um, yeah. for resources to yeah. survive it's, it um, it still keeps an equal dynamic yeah. which I it's think it's a is, symbiotic relationship yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's what this world is very <laughs> yeah, about they're, yes. they're all very um, codependent and, for sure that is very cool I really like that awesome awesome I think we're I think we've happy covered, with we've this everything yeah, yeah. This is nice. I also like the yeah. idea of although like most of the world is symbiotic yeah that like these creatures that invade are kind of like breaking that they are, they're, they're like, good metaphorically because they exist to provide contrast in a void mm-hmm. literally in a void um a system like this would fall apart but mm-hmm. if you have something to yeah. remind you constantly yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is why we are the way we yeah. are oh totally it's, it's a good fresh reminder 
Um, like just because telling these stories of what happened in the war can only do so much. But yes. when 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 that when like these monstrosities come knocking on your door, it's a good reminder of okay, this is why we need to keep, keep the peace. Yeah. And yeah, these things are like a big um, stepping on one end of the equilibrium. Yeah. yeah. And mm, that is very cool. Mm. Awesome. Okay. I feel like it's a really balanced world in that way. Like it makes sense yeah. why it functions like this for mm. sure. Well, there's a greater meaning as well to yeah. why the creatures attack and everything, but yes. overall it makes it still sense. tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm very happy. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to do this world yeah. building for it. I'm hoping. Um, I see. I don't know exactly what I'm going to talk about in it. I'm hoping, and I'm going to try and keep it to a point where you guys can listen to it. Ooh, that would be I cool. think that I mean, would be you good. Could, you could do an edited version so that we could listen to totally. it. Totally. I, 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 I <laughs> just cut out. And it, it cut out. It's like okay. So I just talked about you know the secret plans of the <laughs> the Schmorgeldorfs and we're yeah. like the who the what? Excuse me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there might be stuff like that. You don't know, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But we'll see how it goes. Yes. Either way, if people are interested to hear about how this campaign goes, we could totally do updates. Yeah, but absolutely. if It'll not, I think this is a good... Sorry? No, no, I'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. But either way, I think this is a good insight into how some of this world-building stuff can be utilised yeah. and applied. Yeah. Um, and just a slightly different flavour of world-building. Yeah. Cool. Um, awesome. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next time. Hell yeah. Yeah, thank you for joining us, Trey. <laughs> Thanks, it's all good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's okay. Goodbye. Bye. Right. See ya. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.